Welcome to Goodbody's Market Pulse Update for 19th of July 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. We were kind of saying last week, Bernard, that the growth outlook was capturing more attention than the inflation one. Yeah. Um, and this trend, I suppose, continued to pace last week. Like, should we start to get a little bit worried here about the growth outlook? Yes, good morning, everybody. Yeah, growth was very much uh, on everybody's mind last week. And I suppose I'd break it into two parts. Uh, firstly is sort of we were getting indications from across the globe of a slowing in momentum in the global economy. So we were getting it from China. We were getting it from the U.S., not so far from the euro area, but from those two places where we were seeing declining momentum. And all all that was was we were coming down from a very, very high growth rate to a high growth rate. Um, and we don't think that's looking any different now. In fact, from what we saw last week in the actual data, um, it, it, it looked like things were, were improving a little bit. So we got better than expected retail sales from the US. We got figures from China showing, showing June was a better month than people expected in their, their uh, GDP figures, although GDP did slip below an 8% growth rate. As we came out of that quarter, it looked like we were accelerating back above 8%. So in some of the data as to Yes, we're get, getting a, a declining momentum, but it is uh, still a very elevated growth rate that we can see. And that seems to be holding right through 2021 and, and indeed on into 2022. So to that extent, what we're looking at is an economy not running at twice trend level, but still well above trend level. Uh, and that's an equity envi- friendly environment. The other bit that they're looking at on the growth one and probably uh, gained a little bit more momentum, momentum last week is the, the Delta variant on uh, COVID-19 and just how much dis- disruption is that going to cause? Could we have um, more more lockdowns, whether they be small scale or local, or will it put people off re-engaging in the economy again? So that that's certainly surfaced at the tail end of last week. And, you know, when we look in our, at our portfolios and we look at our reopening plays, so the travel and leisure companies, some of the industrials, they were very weak last week as people begin to wonder, are we going to see a disruption here again from uh, from the virus? Uh, what What we would think is, uh, vaccinations are much higher than they have been. Uh, so uh, the, po- the global population is, is better able to handle this. Um, hospitalization rates are still low, although climbing in the UK, and that's what people are looking at as well, is that climb in the hospitalization rate there. Um, but so far, it, it is very manageable. And we kind of feel that um, with, with all the medical tools that have been deployed now, if we saw extreme weakness in the re- reopening ones, we'd actually add to it rather than think it's a, it's a long-term problem. Yeah, we could see disruption over a month or two, but again, we'd look at it uh, very much as short-term disruptions um, rather than uh, anything that we were looking at 12 months ago or uh, extended lockdowns. So um, expect some more noise in the short term is what I'd say, uh, but in the sort of and Q3 on into Q4 into 2022. As you think the, the the environment is still, we've got a strong global economy, um, and we think that trend will be maintained. And meanwhile, we also have earnings season starting um, in the US, in particular, Bernard. So, so I suppose any KPIs or things you'll be looking out for as as that earnings season uh, evolves, that sort of help that kind of growth outlook thinking. Yeah. 
So, as I said, uh, uh, we saw slower indications, indicators coming from some parts of the globe, US, uh, China. What are companies going to say about that? Are they saying that they are having uh, demand issues? Uh, we'll be watching to see what are they saying about supply chains. Are they able to deliver uh, on sales or are they going to miss on sales because of supply issues? Um, and then I guess lastly is we've had every quarter we've had better than expected results for the, the existing quarter, but very little change for the or forward quarter earnings or the following year earnings. So we come out from a strong re- reporting season with the ability for further upgrades because people haven't moved very much um, in, in those forward quarters. So that's the other. Will they move those or will they leave them as pretty much as they are and therefore leave us with scope for further surprises as we go through the rest of the year? Um, I guess so far in the earnings, it's very early in, in it. So uh, what is it saying to us? Bank, the banking industry in the US is probably the one where we've had the broadest um, results from. And they beat expectations, but it was a modest beat. Uh, it wasn't a huge beat against expectations. And I suppose people were looking at the loan growth for the U.S. banks, and the loan growth was sluggish. Um, does that uh, have any material impact? Well, with the where savings rates are for consumers, you'd expect slower loan growth anyway. So I don't think it really derails any longer term story about, uh, about the banks. Uh, you'd expect a couple of quarters where it'd be sluggish on that, on that long growth, uh, low growth. And once we get those, uh, people re-engage the economy and savings back to more normal levels, you'll see long growth, uh, stabilize as well. <clears throat> so actually as a reflation trade, um, actually the U.S. banks look attractive to us, uh, given what's happened to the share prices. Uh, bond yields are the other issue that's weighing on them. You know, falling bond yields isn't good for them, so that weighed on them through this as well. But actually as a reflation trade, we think it's quite an attractive sector. Very good. So net net, uh, Bernard, no change to our position or how you're thinking about portfolios for, for clients? Um, in general, things have, would be feeling more comfortable about certain things. So if we take from the start of the year, what, what would we have been worried about? Uh, we knew we were going to get a spike in inflation. Would that give the bond market a scare and therefore depress asset values everywhere and we get into uh, some sort of a, t- uh, a financial market tizzy, if you like? Um, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. We've had three big CPI figures from the US um, and bond yields lower than when they started all this. So it looks like a bond market, although we'd expect yields to go up, that'll be in an orderly manner. So we won't have disarray coming from the, from the bond market. Um, on the equity side, uh, we've been talking about a slowing growth uh, anyway for a while, but we're going to get figures showing slower momentum. That's coming to pass. Um, and as I said, we're seeing a little turnaround in, in some of the areas. So China, which had been weak, we're getting a little bit stronger. Uh, U.S. is still a little bit mixed in general, uh, not meeting forecasts, but so, some indicators are coming in in okay. So uh, we said that growth rate would subside, but it would stabilize at a high level. Um, and that seems to be, uh, from anything we're seeing in the t- indications, that, that that seems to be the case. So that says you're overweight equities, you're underweight fixed income, um, you're underweight the, the deep cyclicals. Uh, but you still have a, a cyclical bias in there. Uh, it's just different type of cyclicals, mid-cycle cyclicals. So it's service orientated, industrials, consumer orientated. So actually a lot of what's been going on over the last couple of months has kind of made us more comfortable with the position that we've had in. What's disappointing us 
is the the reopening trade that we have in, um, and that's weighing uh, uh, on our portfolios over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I'm not sure how quickly that will pass, but I, I, I'm fairly certain by the end of the year, uh, they'll be looking a lot better than they are today. That's great. Thank you, Bernard. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gobbly.ie forward slash insights.